Hi, this is the Tuesday Night Out podcast. It certainly is. And on here you'll find the best bits from our radio show. You certainly will. It's on every Tuesday night. It certainly is. On Withenshaw FM. It certainly is. 97.2. It's, uh, have you given me just the same line all the way through this? You know I'm the star of the show. You certainly are. Oh, actually, that's the first time he's agreed with me. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the next 40 minutes, shall we do? We certainly will. Of gorgeousness. Thank you. This is Tom Skinner. For the best night in, pick Tuesday's night out. Here on Widdenshaw FM. 97.2. Rewind the track. Sorry, I'm just updating my status on Facebook to say I'm on my programme with the... I could, well, could you concentrate you. on the programme that you're on for just a moment, The, the one that I share with you. The one that I let you come on? No, the one that I, I agree to come there's on. There's a slip for your love. Okay. Yes. Mm. Oh, oh, the, oh, I need a nice slip to wear. It, well, you look like well, anything be, beats the old Hattie Jake smock you've got on tonight, oh, darling. How very dare you, just because you've come in with your Molly Sugden wig on tonight. I do like it. Well, it's fabulous. Not everyone suits an orange rinse to the hair, but you... Mm. I've done really well. I've Absolutely. Mm, I hope you're grey. <sighs> oh, that silence, Jeff. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. You can do the show on your own now. I'm oh, oh, he's throwing a straw pet. I'm not. I'm here. I'm <laughs> yeah. queer. And you're not going shopping no. for at least the next two hours. And no. certainly not in Northern Moor, where it's broken Britain. Bro- Britain is broken if you live in Northern Moor. Yes. So we're not going there. No, no, no. So you will not find took, any hoodies or guns on this show. It took me three hours to get out. I had to have a pass to get through the Northern Moor Wall. It's like the Berlin Wall. Is it on the Berlin Wall? Yes. Oh, no one's robbed it, though. No. No. We love Withenshaw. We, we're here, we're live, and we're queer, and we're here live from lovely Withenshaw Town Centre, uh, here in the lovely Civic. Isn't it gorgeous? It is. Just over from Asda's. Yes. So if you're popping in, do bring us some custard creams. Oh, now, yeah, uh, oh, oh, any, oh, any it... kind of biscuit, actually, would be quite... Practical. And we'll welcome anyone with a biscuit. Yes, actually. Oh, okay, nice. Milk, yes. milk chocolate digestives. I know. I didn't are... want to say that, you know, out loud, but milk chocolate digestives. Other other uh, products are available. Is it the McVitie? Well, so, yeah, I don't I, mind, actually. I'm, I'm, I'm all right with the, the shop's own ones, but any kind of milk chocolate digestive. That'll be yum. So if anyone is listening from Longsight, no, it's Levensume, the factory, yes. isn't it? If anyone's listening from McVitie... It's just so I can sit here crunching uh, them while you're talking. Other chocolate bis- chocolate-based biscuit products are available. Mm. So there. So what are we? We are Tuesday night out. And where are we? We're on WFM. 97.2. Ooh, Absolutely. That's proving we're live. I just banged the microphone. Ooh. And how can you get in touch with us, should you so desire, darling? Well, if you want to, you could potentially send us an email. Oh, go on then. I've uh, got the email. Yes. What is uh, it? You, you, you monitor the email, don't you? I do, I do. I do Tuesday I do. night out at live.co.uk. Yes, yes, I'm there now. Yes. There's no emails. You could text us instead, then. Yes, I monitor the text on the phone here. Is that the gay phone? That's the gay phone. That's it's lovely, that gay 07530 phone. 07530 <gasps> And I can tell you, no messages there, either. They did have opened it up today, though. <laughs> and it, there was a message there. There was a message. And do you know what the message said? What? Ooh, nasty gash. Nasty gash. We're getting abusive messages now. So, yes. So, if you've got anything you want to say, add or do during the show, do give us a call. But what have we got coming up this evening? Well, we'll have the flashback track... Yes. And you've picked an absolute stonker this week. I got and, stonking and flashback actually, tracks. And having a look at it, it's not the 27-hour version of it, which is quite good for Have you. I chosen the wrong one? No, you've chosen the right one, as far oh. as I'm concerned. Um, I will have my uh, torch song. 
Oh, your new feature. Yeah, my new feature, yeah. It's yes. in its second week already. Still and standing you, in the door. And you, and, you, and, you, and you still want to get rid of it, don't you? Indeed, I don't. No. Uh, <laughs> I've got gay news. I've got some gay news as well. Including a trans woman who performed her own surgery. Oh, oh and I'm mm. going to bash the bishop, but in a completely different way tonight. Marvellous. I've also got gay people in business are still facing uh, discrimination and homophobia. Um, I've got uh, Alan Cumming. Oh, have you? That's yes, nice. <laughs> he'll be here nice. later. Oh, oh missus. <laughs> um, I don't much care for her. Did you see her on the telly the other day with the blonde hair? No. Mm-hmm. So, she fell asleep yeah. in the bleach. Um, I've got a lesbian author on BBC One. Oh, with a new children's, children's television. Yeah, children are letting lesbians write their stories. I mean, what is the world coming to? <sighs> and today here on WFM, a little bit earlier on, yes. young members of the Albert Kennedy Trust, the service users there, mm. uh, they came on and did their own little radio show today. Didn't they? So I've got a couple of little clips from that to play them. The, the old clipette? Yes. Uh, the, the, I had to bribe them. Oh. It's amazing. Oh, yeah, we want royalties. I went, you can have a custard cream. I went, you're fine. Well, there was, a, there was a royal, an ex-royal down in Northern Moor a few months ago. Oh, no, I thought she was there for a fortnight. No, she was there for ten minutes. But yes. never mind. She walked right. around going, oh, it's terrible. It's Tuesday night. Money's tied. I don't care. So we're here. We're queer and we're not going shopping. No, we're not. We're free. We're gay and we're happy. Are we? Well, usually. Oh, are we happy? Yes. Are you happy? I'm ecstatic. Are you? I'm on the air with you. Oh. Pass me a bucket. Ah. Yes. And something that rhymes with that. Anyway. Mm. Bucket. Bucket. Small, t- small trip to Thailand. Mm. Oh, nice. <laughs> yes. Indeedy. So, you all right, love? I'm okay, yes. Yes, I've had, I've had hectic old weekend. You've been to Landudno, haven't you? I have, yes. I drove my mother to Landudno because she's stopping with friends. <laughs> Why? <laughs> what have you done to her? No, she does. Have you fallen out again? No, she goes, oh, okay. and, she goes and she goes and stops with friends over there. You oh. know. And uh, and as we were driving down, and it was a lovely, easy drive down, and traffic was fine, and I looked onto the other side of the carriageway to see the queuing miles of traffic mm. getting out of Landud now, and I thought to myself, hmm, that's going to be me once I drop my mum off and head back. It's always, always been like that, that A55, and yet, hasn't it? And yet... It was fine when it came back. Oh, the past little been waiting for you just to go but past. You see, I stopped at my mum's friend's house and had a couple of ham sandwiches. And a, a oh, you've got to be careful with ham. And uh, Well, yes. You can't be having ham anymore. Mm, no, my mum shouldn't have given it to me. She's very no, naughty. No, you're going to end up with cancer. Actually, no, I didn't, I didn't eat ham for years. Did I, you? I, seriously, food-wise, I was the fussiest child in the world. <laughs> you surprised me. What, did you just live on then? Chocolate? No, I, oh. I, I would only eat... Lard? I would, if, in terms of meat, I would eat chicken... In terms of vegetables, I would eat carrots and potatoes. Oh. Wouldn't eat eggs, couldn't stand eggs, wouldn't eat jelly, couldn't stand jelly. Anything new, wouldn't like it, no, whatsoever. And then when I was 14, I went on holiday, uh, in the Christmas holidays, just for three days, with a friend and his mum. And I was too embarrassed to say I didn't like anything on the menu. Right. From the hotel, so I tried things and actually found out that I really liked them. And I came back, and my mum rang my friend's mother to say, "What have you done to my son? How have you managed in one three-day period to do what I failed to do in all these years? And get him to eat stuff?" Ah, oh, so all these years you've just been a narky bugger. <coughs> I was, yeah. Oh no, I just I did. You not get much attention as a no, child? No, I didn't. No, no. It was a seventy-four? And, and I tell you what, yes. When you know, kid, kids' parties. You know, yes. when you go to your friend's party from primary school, when it was the birthday, they soon learnt, for me, you know, yes. they, they could put the beef paste sandwiches out Not for everyone else. You. No, I, they would have a separate little table with jam sandwiches on for me, because oh, I wouldn't eat anything. But then I do think, quite frankly... Jam sandwiches turned you gay? No, I oh, think okay. that 
it showed that I had great taste to turn down like beef paste and tuna paste sandwiches because they're foul. Oh well, it's uh, yes. Other meat-based products are available. Yes, I think is my phrase of the evening. Marvelous stuff. So, if anyone else got anything they'd like to add to on to Anthony's sandwich palaver? Well, they, what flavour jam? Oh, just strawberry, strawberry oh. jam, raspberry jam. I don't mind. Oh, I hate jam. Do you? It's sixty-four percent sugar. Oh, maybe that's why I like it. I know. I was like, because my Neil. He likes a bit oh, of jam. Your Neil. Yeah. He likes a bit of jam on his morning scone. No, does he? It's like I try and get away with it every day if I can. So like, oh, I forgot. And, and I was reading really, the board waiting for the coffee the other morning. I was like, oh, mm. here's today going, here. Yeah, we should open boil this kettle. Then you've got away for cafetiere. Why you can't have instant in first thing in the morning, I do not know. Well, I don't know. I can have ten more minutes in bed, quite frankly. So I was reading blackberry jam, mm. 64% sugar. 64%? Yes. But that's what jam is. It's just sugar and fruit, isn't it? Oh, it's a lot. That's an awful yeah, lot. But it's still nice jam. Right. I like jam on a croissant. Oh, that's not. That's a bit sort of cosmopolitan gone oh, I wrong, do, really. Yes. I, I, I even like pan au chocolat as well. Oh, and I like a nice pan au chocolat. Oh, yeah. When, it, when they're nice and warm as well. Yes. Oh, with the dribbly, melty middles of chocolates in Ooh. Marvellous oh, stuff. Lovely. Um, um, you know how I said we should waffle on tonight? Yes. We, we've not I, didn't we were, I didn't know we were no. starting at 20 past Serious, nine. Seriously, though, for, for the past f- several months, we've either had guests in or we've been so gay news heavy. I just thought it'd be nice just to just have a general chit-chat. But, but we can still put gay news in. Can I still have gay news? Do you want to do some gay news? I still want gay news. Tell you what, why don't you do the gay news about the trans person who performed their own surgery? Well, is, it not, can we, is, that, is that not can a bit just, early? Can we just get that out of the way? No, no, I think we should have that later. No, I think you should get that out of the way. No. No, get it out of the way. No. Well, that's, what, that's what they said at the time. <laughs> get no, it out of the way. No, I can't. We'll leave it that later, because people might be eating the supper or something. We'll do it after 10 o'clock. Oh, fine. Shall I do Alan Cumming, then? You do Alan Cumming. And okay. I'll, and I'll find something else. Actor Alan Cumming. Is he really? He's an actor. Is he? And I think he's also a homosexual. No. Although he describes himself as pansexual. Does that mean desperate? Yeah. <laughs> uh, he's going to dedicate one night of his solo show to HIV charity National AIDS Trust. The star who describes himself as pansexual is bringing his show titled Alan Cumming. I brought a blue car today mm-hmm. uh, to the Vaudeville Theatre in London's West End between September the 1st to the 6th. A small number of VIP tickets are available for the Thursday showing which he's dedicating to NAT National AIDS Trust. Uh, the VIP tickets cost £75 which is actually quite cheap in London money. Is know. it? Oh, yes. Ooh. £75, that's, that's nothing in London, and includes a seat in the dress circle and the chance to meet coming after an exclusive champagne reception after the show. Marvellous. Speaking of dress circles... Yes? I've booked a show. You've booked a show? I You're going to go and see a show? I'm going to see a show. Something Last with show tunes? Something with show tunes, and I'm not merely, I'm not really a musical kind of person. No, but normally. I know which one it is you want to see. Yeah, I told you before. I know, because one of my favourite films of the last couple of years yes. was Hairspray. Yes. With John Travolta. Yes. Not the divine one. Hmm. Just the John Travolta The one. remake. The remake. Yes. The and rehash. Course, the rehash. The much better one. Ooh. And it's got Zac Efron in it, but never mind. Okay. Uh, and they've done it as a, as a stage playlet, haven't they, mm. for the last year they or so. With Michael Ball. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and he stopped doing it at uh, end of July. He didn't, did he? He did. Oh, well, mind you, he's got his show on Hoonie too now, hasn't yeah. he? Yeah. He's not undoing that for the next couple of weeks either. Is he not? I don't know where he's gone. Oh. But 
next year, Hairspray is touring. It's not, is it? And in Ju- end of July, beginning of August next year. Yes. Uh, next year. It's coming to Manchester. Yeah. To well, the I was saying house. to you before, I mean, yes. if, if, if it comes to next year and you're still with Neil. Still with Neil. That's going to be like one of your longest relationships in the time I've known you. Shh. I've told Neil that he's the only one. Um, oh, so well, the only one you've ever been with. <laughs> the only man I've ever oh. never touched another before you, dear. No, <laughs> one previous lady owner. That not was without, it. Not without gloves. Yeah. So uh, yes, yeah, so that would be. Uh, and I've got tickets. Anyway, I was telling you mm. in the circle, mm. which is that top bit, isn't it? Right at the very front of the top bit, because me, yes. me and the Ticketmaster woman were going through the little things. We're going. Don't want to sit at the edge. No, so I've got a front row twenty-eight. It's like, yeah, that's behind the curtain, love. <laughs> Uh, oh, I've got row P, seat one. So that's behind a pillar. So uh, eventually figured out that we could get right on edge at circle at the top, mm. in the middle. Yes. So I could spread out with all my me, 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 me blankets you're, over your knees. My accoutrements. And I'm get there. Get your popcorn. On the Saturday, something like the 20th of July. Aye. Can't wait, because he's reprising his role. But during the time he's reprising, yes. he's doing his role again. Aye, I'm so really excited yeah. about that. I've got, I've got to keep excitement until next July. Oh, God. It was like I just imagine, I can't imagine you being hyper until ju- July. Can you imagine? I'll have to go back, I'll have to go back on Happy Pills. Oh. But do you remember, I was once... Do you remember, do you remember that Justin Timberlake was quite big? It, he was once, yes, mm. yes. And he, and he did a tour. He had that album out and he had the tour. Yeah. And the album was... Uh, we were all quite into it at first. Yes. We bought tickets for like nine months. I was like, bored, senseless at the do. At were the you? So I only went along because I'd spent 25 quid on the tickets. So I thought, oh, I've got to go. Oh, dear. I was so over him. So I'm hoping I'm not over Hairspray by next July. Oh dear! Do you want a song? Well, I was going to talk to you a little bit about Lady Gaga. Oh, she is. But should we have a song first? No, I'll talk Let's to you about Lady Gaga, and then we'll have a song. Oh, we'll have a song. We'll Lady song. Gaga has told. I want Ka- a song. Kanye West. Oh yes. Yes. Uh, is he related to the man who makes the tune? I think so. Marvellous. Yes, John. Very informative program. John. Oh yes. Uh, she's told him he's got to accept the gayness of her show before they went on tour together. Speaking to Out Magazine, the star said she told the rapper that their US joint show, scheduled for October, had to remain gay to keep her fans happy. Oh. She said she told him, "I just want to be clear before we decide to do this together. I'm gay. My music is gay. My show is gay, and I love that it's gay. And I love my gay fans, and they're all going to be coming to our show, and it's going to remain gay." Marvelous. In the interview, she discussed how gay culture had shaped her work. It made me put a teapot out of my head. No, she didn't say that really. Uh, Did she not? When I started in the mainstream, that. it was the gays that lifted me up. She said, "I committed myself to them, and they committed themselves to me. And because of the gay community, we're all committed." No, I'm where I am today. I very much want to inject gay culture into the mainstream. It's not an underground tool for me. It's my whole life. So I always sort of joke the real motivation is just to turn the world gay. There you go. And apparently, she's appearing naked. I thought she was just pretend gay. Yet artfully arranged on the cover of the September issue of Out. Out? Mm. That's the uh, Austra- that's the American magazine. Yes, yes. I've got a story for that. I don't know. Magazine. I don't know. If, I don't know if she is a gay or not. Is she a lesbian? No, no idea. Is she a lesbian? I've got some lesbian events coming up though. In if short, there are any lesbians out there who could let us know if Lady Gaga is of the lesbianical persuasion, please, because uh, we're not up to date. No, I've been this way for Another fine ending there. I did press the button. <laughs> Another fine mess you got me into. Oh no, it's all going completely wrong for me. I know why this is going else. wrong. Why? Because you were just perving too much over a shirtless man of Australian rules football persuasion. Oh yes. What's he called? 
I don't know what called. He was called Chris Knights. Really? Yes, it'd be all day and all night to tell you. Yes. Sounds like a porn name, doesn't it? Chris it does, Knights. It does, actually. Ooh. Yes. He's been ignoring that, so what they say in that there, Australia, about going out in the sun. Yeah. Very, very tanned. Yes, he had. Mind you, maybe it's rub on. Yes, if you want if to see it is, looking, yeah. do you want to rub it off? <laughs> hey, missus. Uh, if you want to go, if you don't want to see it looking like it's digitalspy.co.uk, mm. which I've also found out this week off Digital Spy, mm. Stewie is gay. Yeah, we all knew that. We all did know that. If anyone's not talking about it, it's uh, Family Guy. Yes. Uh, and of course, we all. Damn love you and your estrogenical treachery. In fact, Stewie's just walked in. Yes. <laughs> do some more now. No, I'll put you on the oh, spot. It's, it's, I can't remember. Okay. It, yeah. You just butt in every now and again and I'll, I'll do some. Family Guy... That downed woman has failed to refill the frigid device with potations. That meant there was no juice in the fridge for him. Okay, that sounded like somebody else that I know that did. I'll tell you later. Yeah, right, okay. Family Guy creator Seth MacFarlane has announced that the character of baby Stewie mm. is gay. I mean, I love Family Guy. Yes. He's fabulous. And uh, Stewie is just so gay anyway, doesn't matter. He is. But, but a megalomaniac gay. Yes. I don't know what megalomaniac means. The thirty-five take over the world. Oh right, is that what megalomania is? Well, you want to take over everything if you've got megalomania. Oh, are you related? Uh, the thirty-five-year-old toy told Playboy magazine that he was working on an episode that would deal with the toddler coming out, but it was eventually scrapped because of it to keep his sexuality vague. Oh. oh. McFarlane said it had to do with the harassment he took from his, from other kids at school. Mm. He ends up going back in time to prevent a passage in Leviticus from being written, Thou shalt not lie with mankind as with womankind. It is an abomination. Oh. But they banned it. He added, ultimately, Stewie will be a gay, uh, will be a gay, will mm. be gay, or a very unhappy repressed heterosexual. A lot of those about. It also explains why he's so hell-bent on killing his mother Lois <laughs> and taking over the world. He has lots of aggression. Which Damn comes- you, Lewis. <laughs> lots of aggression, which comes from confusion and uncertainty about his orientation. Oh. So there you go. Oh. So we all knew that, really. Yes. Um, can I do my bishop bit this week? And oh, oh yeah. But it's not bashing of the bishop. Oh. No, this is a completely different bishop, and it's not Harold Bishop. No, I say, uh, is it Emily Bishop? No, it's oh. not Emily Bishop. This is Sir Michael Bishop. Who's he? Well, he's the openly gay former head of airline BMI. Oh yes. And he said that gay people still face discrimination Ooh, in the corporate news. world. Delete that Speaking now. to the BBC's leading questions, Sir Michael said the only reason he managed to succeed Hit as an you. openly gay man was the fact he was an owner manager. He also agreed with the suggestion that careers of openly gay people could still be ruined and that prejudice was still present. On coming out, he told BBC business editor Robert Peston, It's obviously an issue for some people, but I think it's better to square up to these things than not to. I think that it has been a difficult issue for people in public life or in business and industry, and thankfully, due to a lot of things that have happened in the last ten years, it's considerably easier for younger people who want to get on. And as a gay... By the way, he's got a bit of cash as well, because uh, he ran BMI from 1972 before selling his 50% stake in it to mm-hmm. Lufthansa for £223 million in July. Sadly, unfortunately, due to the credit crunch, that's now worth 57 pence. But it's 57 pence more than I've got. Absolutely. So oh, there you go. Different kind of bishop and no need to bash it. Oh, well done. Thank you. Because we don't enjoy doing that, do we? No, oh, come on, we enjoy bashing the bishop. Shush. Uh, I've got a couple of what's on things for you. What's on? Where as well? What's on? Well, the uh, the lesbian community project have emailed me in. Have they? Indeed, it's Kerry from there. These the. Uh, did the did any of them let you know if Lady Gaga was a lesbian? No, no, it was, it was earlier today. Oh no, so I don't know about that yet. Uh, the, Does anyone know if Lady Gaga's? Does anybody actually care? No, no. Thank you. Moving on. Uh, the LCB will be holding a cancer awareness workshop on Thursday, the twentieth of August, at three o'clock. 
Yes. And a trans work, trans awareness workshop on Tuesday the 25th of August mm. at 3. So this Thursday you've got cancer awareness at... Uh, ooh, it doesn't tell me where they are. Uh, that's very good of uh, them. Somewhere. Somewhere. Somewhere there will be some cancer awareness ah, going on. I'm assuming... Yes. Uh, it'll be at the Lesbian and Gay Centre on Sydney Street. Okay. That's the one near Crowbar and uh, and things, isn't it? Crow 2 right. and things. You keep adjusting while I just... You're back yeah, on it. Yeah, that's better, yes. Back in, now you're back in the room. Back yeah. in the room. Okay. Back in the room. Uh, and look into the eyes, look into the eyes. Not around the eyes, look into the eyes. Three, two, one, you're under. And a trans awareness workshop is on Tuesday the 25th at 3 o'clock. So they're both 3 o'clock in the afternoon. Right. Uh, they're open to everyone, free to attend and no booking is required. And did you say it was on a Thursday afternoon? Tuesday on a Thursday Tuesday afternoon. Tuesday on a Thursday afternoon at, uh, at three o'clock. So it's open yes. to everyone who basically doesn't have a job. Yes. Always on holiday that week. Yes. Yes. Also, well our planned these things, by the way. Also, our drop-in group, Lesbian and Bisexual Women Only, is having a pamper night on the 27th of August from 7 till 9. Uh-huh. I think we could be bisexual women for that. Oh, I think we could, I yeah. think we might pamper ourselves. Yes. I think we'll be needing pampering. I know. A little face pack and a bit of cucumber on the yes. eyes. Make you look a lot better. What, just leaving them on? Yes. Thank you very that's right. The group is free, but there may be a small charge for some of the activities. Like this, are you then? Mm. <laughs> I would. I'd poke holes in the middle of my cucumbers. Oh, what about old tea bags? Aren't they supposed to do you some good? Yes, we should do a beauty therapy and, as, at as the moment. Spoons, actually, spoons, spoons left in the fridge overnight when the cold. When you get up in the morning, put them. Close your eyes and put them over. You know, obviously, so your eyes are like cupped in the spoons, and it cools because they're so cool. It, Reduces swelling and red eyeness. So I can stop using the pile cream on them then? You can, yes. Who discovered that shark's liver, which is one of the constituents of Preparation H, mm. uh, other creams are available, there is, is one for shrinking bags under your eyes? I really don't know. Or you, hemorrhoids. Or bags, for those. bags. Bags, in, bags, in, bags, yeah. to, bags to that. I don't know, but um, how, how, does anyone, how does anyone discover anything? You By know. rubbing it on. Yes. Mm. Oh, I just decided to rub a bit of shark's liver on my face and look at that. Yeah. <laughs> I look years younger. I, I just had some shark's liver lying around the house. Oh, yes. yes. <laughs> Indeed. I actually started off with a lamb and worked the way up. You know I've been I'm Stuart McConey, Renaissance Media Man, and you're listening to Tuesday Night Out. It's not just for the gays, apparently. It's like you're gesturing. Do you Indeed. want to go to uh, Spirit, by the way? The the bar, be a ghost? Yeah, the, no, the, the bar. Would oh, you like yes. to go to the bar? Any moment now. May, no, actually on Tuesday, October the 6th, would you like to go? The day before my birthday. Is that the day before your birthday? The day before my birthday. Oh, right. That, and it's, uh, it's 24 days before my birthday. That's Wednesday, October the 7th, everyone, just in case you were planning on the present and mine's friday october the 30th small gifts um, <clears throat> will do because mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. the shadow equalities minister theresa may is going to be a guest at a pride event scheduled for this year's conservative party conference conference pride which will be held at spirit bar in the heart of manchester's gay village on tuesday october the 6th and it's the first time a tory conference has included a gay event Oh. Theresa May is delighted the Conservative Party is hosting this event, which demonstrates we are a broad church welcoming new people every day. Well, she got that wrong. You're a political party, you're not a church, love. The fact uh, that Manchester is going to be, every year now for the next ooh, five or six years, is going to be hosting a major political conference. Yes. I think we're alternating with us and the, with the Labour Party. Us, the Labour Party and the Conservatives. I'm not holding a, my own political uh, conference. Other attendees now confirmed include Conservative Party Vice Chair Margot James, Shadow Environment. Environment Secretary Nick Herbert, Chief Executive of Stonewall Ben Summerskill, and political blogger Ian Dale. Yeah. And... Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Excited. Angie Not. Brown. <laughs> our, our Andy Brown. Yeah, yes. We'll host a live performance from Andy, Angie Brown, celebrity host, and an auction supported by Harvey Nichols and others. 
Oh, I love Harvey. I'm not, I'm not sure where it is as well, but I have seen that there is an auction taking place somewhere soon uh, in which uh, Stuart's leather jacket from Queer as Folk is being auctioned off. Oh, and I can't remember where it was, I saw it, but it is going to be, and I think it is for a charity thing. Will you be bidding on it? No, I've got oh. my own leather jacket, faux leather jacket. Oh, you don't want Stuart's, because I thought you quite liked Stuart. Yeah, but... Was he the wooden one? No, Stuart was the one that, um, the Irish one that... Yeah, if you, if you watched it back. Everyone. Yeah, okay. Mm. Yeah. Actually, yes. if you listen to the DVD commentary, he is the wooden one. I've got, I've got coat hangers with they, more life in they, them. They, they, they're, they're doing the commentary, and Russell T. Davis is all... Russell T. Davis, and ooh, hello, listener, ooh, viewer, ooh, love you, ha, ha, And... Like um, way you waved your hands in that. Yeah, and, works on and Craig Kelly's fine mm. on it as well, because he's hey, a Craig Kelly's lad. only for two foot two, someone was telling me the other day. Really? Did he stand yeah. on the boxing coronation street? I think he yeah. does. Yeah. Uh, he's fine on it, and then... Um, Unfortunately, oh, Stuart Allen Jones is just sitting there. With, you can just imagine he's sort of sitting there watching it going, yeah, right. He's probably realising yeah. how bad his acting is, isn't it? Because at the time we all thought it was pretty great, didn't mm. we? And you watch it back now and it's just like, oh, splinters coming off him. <laughs> Nightmare. Anyway, do you remember Richard O'Brien? I do. Crystal Maze. Find me some Crystal Maze on there. Uh, the writer and star of the Rocky Horror Show, Richard O'Brien, mm. suggest- I'll turn the fader on, has suggested that society should allow people to grow up and not feel like they have to conform to a certain gender. Ahead of his new project, The Stripper... Oh, he's 67. He's not, is he? Yes. He told The Times about therapy, fitting in, and telling his children about his trans status. Joe Bryan says trans status. I'm learning all sorts here now. He said, all my life I've been fighting, never belonging, never being male or female, and it got to the stage where I couldn't deal with it any longer. To feel you don't belong, to feel insane, to feel perverted and disgusting, you go effing nuts if society allowed you to grow up feeling it was normal to be what you are there wouldn't be a problem i don't think the term transvestite or transsexual would exist you'd just be another human being it's not on here okay uh rocky horror uh i'd been fighting going to therapy treating what i was as though it was some kind of illness to be cured but actually no i was basically transgender and just unhappy oh O'Brien, who uses transgender to describe feeling in between being a man or a woman, added, There is a continuum between male and female. Some are hardwired one way or another. I'm in between. Or a third sex. I could see myself as quite easily. Would you like this then now? Go on. Okay, here we go. It's a sexy Time is fleeting. Madness takes its toll, but listen closely. Not for very much longer. I've got to keep control. Just a jump to the left. With your hands on your hips.
or dreamy Or fantasy free me So you can't see me No, not at all In another dimension With voyeuristic intention Well secluded I see all With a bit of a mind flip You're into the time slip And nothing can ever be the same You're spaced out on sensation Like you're under from TV's The League of Gentlemen and TV's Doctor Who and TV's TV. And you're listening to Tuesday Night Out, which is not just for the gays, although I am a gay. Come on, So come on. you're welcome to me. Indeedy do Do you know, we're, we're, we are rapidly approaching that season that we like to call gay. Is, 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 it, is it almost time for Manchester Fordian Pride? Well, it sort of starts on Friday. Oh, no. The festival, doesn't it? Well, it only feels like I, I was crawling out of Canal Street last week. Well, you were. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, that's normally you, dear. Oh. Yes. Have, they, have they put any of that barrier, the new barrier they're putting up yet? Uh, um, I don't know. Because they are doing, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, well, I've seen a little bit going up by the walls, yes. The, the, yeah, there was a bit outside, um, ooh, what was once Brag 5, what's it called this week? What's it called now? Oh, View. View, view. yeah. Yes, there was some there, yes. Mm. So, yeah, that was, that was going up. But, of course, they, also, one of the first events this week on Friday morning at 11 o'clock is the uh, Albert Kennedy Trust is 20 years old. Is it? Indeed. 20, 20, 20 years old? 20 years old. So it's 20 Ooh. years since younger Albert Kennedy uh, felt his death off the car park in the village. and so the 20 qu- years? I know. No, what's wrong, dear? I don't know. That makes, I, I, know it, I know it makes you sixty. No, but it makes me feel. It makes me things like that when you say when they say like it was like last year when it was like Manchester Pride was eighteen years old, yes. and you just think to yourself, "Cranky, that's all in my lifetime." I know, in your gay lifetime, in my gay lifetime, yeah, it's quite. And we've been in Manchesterford for all that time. Oh, <gasps> nightmare. So yeah, so the uh, this Friday at eleven o'clock mm. at the Sack at the car park end of Sackville Street, mm. and also so somewhere. Thompson's Armsy. Yes. They're laying a little tile into the floor, a little rainbow tile. Oh, right. To commemorate the uh, Albert Kennedy Trust and the loss of Albert Kennedy. So is that going to go into the Gay Heritage Trail history? I think so. Trail of history. Because that's at 11 o'clock. Yes. And straight after, at quarter past 11, uh, Councillor Paul Fairweather mm-hmm. is doing a minity. A mini, mini, minity? A minity. A minity. Uh, He's doing a minity. It'll, oh. be, it'll be about 60 seconds. That's a minity. <laughs> uh, he's doing a, a mini. 
um, heritage trail around yeah. the village. It'll be about 60 seconds. It's a run. Right, it's quickly. Look at that. That's a pub. That's a building. That was there. That was there. There you go. You're all done. Thank you very much. Goodbye. <laughs> so, yeah, so he's, he's doing that. So, uh, yes. So, what I'm going to play you now, actually, mm. um, because, mm. you know, we had the young lads on from Albert Cairns mm. just today. They mm. interviewed uh, one of the people who's a me- member of staff, and they did awfully good. It's the very first time they've ever been on radio. Oh. So, they loved it. So, I'm going to play you this little interview that they did. Okay, then. We are now going to talk to Annie Silvers, the operations manager of... Manager of Albert Kennedy Trust. Hello, Anna. Hi. So, why did you join the trust, Annie? Oh, I joined the trust about two and a half years ago. My partner and I had always wanted to become carers for the Albert Kennedy Trust, but we didn't live in either Manchester or London. So, when we moved here, I got in touch with them and started volunteering with them. And then I was asked to go on the board of trustees, and then we trained to be carers. And then this job came up. And I thought, well, this is just a perfect job. This is just something that I would love to do. So I applied and got it. That's brilliant, thanks. What did you get out of the trust? Well, um, it is the most brilliant organisation to work for. Um, first of all, the most important thing is the young people that we work with. Um, I mean, we're working probably across Manchester and London, probably with about sort of 80 young people at the moment. Yeah. And they are just the most brilliant group of young people because they are so brave. You know, they're faced with rejection generally from their families because of their sexuality. Yeah. But they, have, they are so brave and so determined to move their lives on. Um, they're an inspiration. I mean, that's what I mainly get out of it. Yeah. The other thing that I get out of it, of course, is working with a really passionate team because we're all very passionate about what we do, um, the, all the staff, the Albert Kennedy Trust, and that's a really good work environment to, to work in. You know, we all help each yeah. other out and, it's, and we have a laugh as well. Yeah. Right, yeah, thank you, Anna. So what support is there out there for young people, Annie? Um, well, there's three services that the Albert Kennedy Trust um, provides. The first one is the one that's probably best known for is our supported lodging schemes. And they're a bit like, they're a bit like sort of foster homes for post-16-year-olds. They're, they're, housed, they're homes owned by lesbian, gay, bisexual or trans adults who are trained to foster care standards to provide a home for a young person um, for probably of up to a year, somewhere around that time. Um, then the second service that we have is our mentoring service, and our mentors are, are generous volunteers who, who are trained and give up their time to um, meet up with a young person um, weekly or fortnightly and help them. You generally with sort of quite sort of specific issues in their lives. That might be sort of, you know, helping with budgeting or helping them with education. Yeah. Um, and then the third service, and what we do an increasing amount of, is actually information, advice and advocacy. You know, we... We, we, we're hearing from young people all the time about their, them being checked out, about them being homeless, and we help them find accommodation through other agencies. We help we go along with them to housing, um, housing homelessness units and uh, generally speak up for them and support them and try and find other ways of, 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 them, of, of other places for them to live. OK, then. Why would you recommend AKT to young people? Well, we're, we're the one and only, aren't we, really, for young people in terms of the services that we yeah. provide. You know, um, we're the only organisation that, that provides these services for young people. There are other LGBT organisations, homelessness organisations, but we're the only one that specialises with the young people. Uh, we respond really quickly to young people. You know, we, we like to work with them, not just in terms of, you know, one instance where we give them a bit of advice. We actually like to see them all the way through until they're sort of happy and independent young people. All right. Is there any success stories from the Albert Kennedy Trust? Oh, well, there's loads. I mean, you know, every... 
every year we find uh, new homes for young people and support them in becoming independent. We place young people with our fabulous carers who who really do an exceptional job in supporting young people um, when they're living with them. you know, we've recently uh, had a young man that's moved out into his own tenancy. He was living with, with our carers for over a year. Yeah. Um, he's now working. He's got his own job. And he's got a boyfriend that he's moved in with. So, you know, it's just great. When you see, when you see, when you see young people move on and, and, and just sort of establish themselves after, you know, what's a really, really hard time, a really traumatic time in their lives, it's, uh, it's very rewarding. Yeah. Um, what has been your favourite moment at the AKT? Um, yeah, my favourite moment probably, and it's, it was quite—it was a sad and quite dramatic moment, really. It was probably probably about nine months ago now when we had to work with the police to help a young person who was being threatened at home because of her sexuality get out and move into another place. And I ended up in the police station one evening and half past eleven. This young woman, having been sort of rescued by the police and then spent the night with her trying to find somewhere for her to live but it was in, that was a that was a it was a sad moment it was a very hard moment but it was brilliant because actually her life was in danger at that time yeah oh and so what views have young people got of the trust oh well you need to ask them you need to get them on your program um, I mean, we get we get very good feedback from our young people. You know, we're very close to them. It's, it feels a bit of a sort of. It, I mean, it's not a family. You know, we do specific work with the young people, but there is a sense in which you know everybody everybody knows each other and and support each other and and, and meet not just for um, meet not just for organising housing stuff, but do other stuff um, as well. And. Uh, yeah, I like to think that the young people yeah. get a lot from us. <laughs> All right, thank you, Annie. It's been a pleasure speaking to you. Okay, well, a pleasure speaking to you. Thank you very much indeed. All right, thank you. And, I'm, and good luck in your career as radio presenter, All right. say. <laughs> <laughs> All right, bye, Annie. Okay, bye-bye. Thanks, Thanks bye, Annie. Bye. Whatever. Hi, I'm Rowetta, and you're listening to the Tuesday Night Out podcast. It's free, don't you know? Got this for you. Ready? I'm of all of a flap. Oh, I can feel my knickers getting loose as we speak. I want to ping them at the stage. It's not unusual to be loved by anyone. It's not unusual to have fun with anyone. But when I see you hanging about with anyone, it's not unusual to see me cry. But when I see you out and about, it's such a crime If you should ever want to be loved by anyone It's not unusual, it happens every day No matter what you say You'll find it happens all the time Love will never do what you want to do
It's not unusual to be mad with anyone. It's not unusual to be sad with anyone. But if I ever find that you've changed at any time, it's not unusual to find that. We, we had a message, by the Ooh, way, so I better, better mention the message. Yes. Um, it says here, I'm dancing the time warp in my flat. Good thing the, I'm alone and that the blinds are down. Thank you very much, Donna, and for that. Fortunately, it's also ten floors off the ground. <laughs> so, yes, thank you, Donna, for that, lovely. Oh, we'll miss her when she's gone. And now, back over to Candonadia, dear. Yes, otherwise the taxman would have gone. Uh, anyway, there's lots coming up in the next week or so. Oh, should we tell them who we are? Oh, I forgot yes, who we were for yes. a moment there. Well, that's Murray over there. Hiya. There you go. That's Anthony. Hello. Oh, you're quite bush this evening, darling. Hello. Hiya, love. Hello. Have you seen many At least I haven't been all sensual with you tonight. Oh, you've not to tell you. You like that, don't, don't you? Don't, it don't, goes right don't. down your ears and <laughs> you love it. <laughs> really, these, I don't know. Oh. <sighs> so you get hot flushes when I do that? I have got Oh, no. Oh, look at you. Oh, right, right. Oh, you are. No. The headphones that they give us in the station are very bassy. Yes. So the minute that Anthony lets go of his... Like, and goes that. His, yeah. Of his testy clay. Absolutely. It just goes, oh, and it's, it does actually send a shiver right down my spine. Is it sensual? I mean, a moment later, I do throw up. But oh. uh, this is Tuesday Night Out. Mm. It's a show for the lesbian, gay, bisexual and trans community of Withenshaw. And... South Manchesterford. And beyond. And all over the world, because you can listen to us on the Tinterwebula. Yes, and don't listen to a Duchess, only listen to Queens. Exactly, yes. Yes. Uh, So, yes, we're here for another hour. I know, so uh, people can email us if they want to. They can, it's tuesdaynightout at live.co.uk. Hooray. They can also send us in a text. 07530-4370-56. (laughs) <laughs> uh, of course, we've got our lovely web page as well. Choosing night out. I do feel queer. Choosing night out. Dot co. Dot uk, you where you do. can download our completely free and lovely, marvelous podcastulates. Do you want to see me to see how many actually people have bothered? Oh, go on, see how many the, the people latest have bothered to download. The latest it. list of downloaded people mm. is seven thousand three hundred yeah. and fourteen. We need to totalizer like on Children in Need night or something like that. We Teddy Wogan. <laughs> we can uh, get. We, I can get you a bear with a, a bear with a. With a, so a, a, a if thing. the present lady Wogan would like to come forward with a totalizer for us now, seven thousand day, seven thousand listening to us. Oh, you mad buggers! I know, indeed, it's fabulous, isn't it? It is. Yeah, so you you too can join that mad crowd. You can. Is it, would it be a madding crowd if you were far from them? Well, I don't know. No. I don't think so. Shall I talk about lesbians? Oh, yes, because I've got some then trans. Well, I've got some lesbian authorings. You be, oh, yes. yes. I was Jeanette, excited about Jeanette that. Jeanette Winterson, the opium, 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 opium snorting. I'll start that one again, yes, shall I? She's <laughs> not opium <laughs> snorting. Fact, Jeanette Winterson, the openly lesbian author, which oh. is what I was trying to say, more tedious, has written a one off children's programme for BBC One. The writer mm. published Oranges Are Not the Only Fruit, a story about a lesbian teenager coming of oh. age in. In 1985, it was adapted for the BBC five years People later. People look at me and always go, what's he talking about? I said, that wasn't, didn't have Imogen Stubbs in it or something? Something like that, yes. yes. Uh, the latest programme, though, is a one-off thriller. It's titled Ingenious. It tells the story of an 11-year-old girl who lives on a farm with her grandmother and friends. Was it not called, Oh, they were the only fruit? 
No. Okay. <laughs> no, it was called. We went to Tesco's and there was far more than just oranges there. Yes. Uh, in the plot, the friends. Mango. The pre- friends. <laughs> Pineapple. Kiwi. <laughs> Not a kiwi. Ugly fruit. Yes. Uh, um, yes. In the kiwi. plot, the friends find a mysterious glass bottle which leads them on an adventure. Uh, Winterson is also <laughs> planning to publish a children's picture book titled The Lion, the Unicorn, and Me, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. Uh, to be out in time for Christmas. Was uh, that the real title? No, it's called The Lion, <laughs> the Unicorn, and Me. And a longer book for older children with smaller words and longer words in it. Uh, smaller on, print. Yes, and no pictures. Uh, writing oh. on her blog, she wrote that the breakup of her relationship with her long-term partner led her to write the picture book story. She wrote, When I got back to a freezing home and no milk in the fridge and no one there, and I'd so hoped there would be someone there, I couldn't even face lighting the fire or cooking. So I put on my old tweed coat, ate cold baked beans with a spoon from the tin, and started the Christmas story. That's my life you're talking about there, love. <laughs> I, stop, stayed stop up, now. I stayed up most of the night writing the story, and in the morning, when it got light... I felt very much better. And the song I'd like you to play is Middle of the Road, Chirpy Chirpy Cheep Cheep. Have we got Chirpy Chirpy Cheep Cheep? I don't know. Have you got Middle of the Road by Chirpy Chirpy Cheep Cheep? You yak a bit. Oh, okay. Then, well, I'll go on to another little little survey for you over in American. A survey of US football players, that's American football, you know, has found that half of them know at least one gay teammate. I'll do that in a minute. Let's play this first. Did they say chirpy, 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 chirpy at any point? I think so, yes. Okay, sorry. Damn you, Lewis! Here they go. Here we go, everybody! Chirpy, chirpy, cheap, cheap. Woke up this morning and my mama was gone. Chirpy, chirpy, cheap, cheap. Can we lose this now? Sorry, it's gone. That's you know, your yes. mama's gone, and I said chirpy, chirpy, cheep, cheep. Yes. Surely it should have been. Oh, we'll get social services round. It, well, it would do these. Anyway, days. a yes. survey of she's, US. She's gone to Greece. Yes, a survey of yes, US football boss. players. She's left you uh, a pound for a bag of uh, microwavable chips. Don't worry that. Oh, nice. Uh, th- yes, American football players has found that half of them know at least one gay teammate. The anonymous research by ESPN magazine asked eighty-five. Oh, yes. Eight, a whole 85 uh, college football players if they had a gay athlete on their team. While 49.4% of those surveyed... How could it be 49.4 of eight? Uh, I said yes. The figure rose to 70% among Pac-10 colleges. I know. I read the report and thought, I don't know what Pac-10 is. Such oh, as UCLA, so not Stanford and Oregon. I'm they sure sound quite good. They're probably the good ones. Stanford. Yes. Ooh, Stanford. Imagine the boys in that Oregon. Oregon. Ooh. Uh, Ryan Smith, the writer for ESPN who worked on the survey, told Advocate.com he thought players were more accepting than expected. 
a lot of these guys are 18 to 22 years old and they look lovely and they have muscles and and there's a perception that these guys just go play football and at the end of it they get into the showers together and soap up and and, and they really wise about the world it was really refreshing to see them in the showers afterwards soaping each other down and removing their jocks and (laughs) I think we should need to move on now let me just turn your microphone have you finished I'll just have a biscuit. You have a biscuit, dear. Um, you know we used to do Sue Watch? Oh, creamy filling. <laughs> oh, matron. <laughs> what, the custard Ooh. creams? Nasty gash. So anyway, you know we used What are you to- doing? You're on about your, uh, your dinner's operation on his own now? Is that why you no, put no. nasty gash? <laughs> Anthony Lowe. <laughs> oh, it's been ages since I've made you go. <laughs> it's brilliant. Oh, I've been waiting so long to make you cry on radio again. <laughs> <laughs> and I've succeeded. They're at it, there would be tears. They're I'm sorry, could you just move away? Your breath smells. Oh, fine. Right. No, moving off. So yes. Hot. Oh, when you are, you've so gone bright red. Quality broadcasting. <clears throat> we don't do that here. Right. Do you know we used to do Sue Watch? Sue Watch, here yes. On here on Tuesday night, yes. Out. Well, now we've turned it into really to Peter Tatchell watch, haven't Peter we? Peter, yes. Because you know he's, he's doing everywhere. our pride. Oh yes, is he doing our pride? I think he's doing every bloody pride. Absolutely. Dish, yeah. Next Saturday, no, that, yes, Saturday coming. Yes, he's opening Plymouth Pride. Oh, excitement! She so, yes, I know. Oh, you should see what they've got at Plymouth Pride. If you've got no hair, love, a hot, don't start scraping it over from the back of your head and trying to make a, like a blonde fringe out of it. You know, one, one of them quiffs if it starts somewhere in the back of your head. Uh, so yes, uh, Plymouth Guildhall, Saturday the twenty second, twelve midday till seven. Uh, mm. PlymouthPrideEvent.org.uk is, is taking place. Mm. We've got we've got uh, queer question time, Pride picnic. Uh, Lesbian Gay Film Festival, Health Workshops, LGBT Book Month, Carry On Cruising Boat Trip. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that's all going on uh, on the 14th to 23rd, so we've nearly missed all that. Uh, but the main event is the 22nd, and that's this Saturday at the Guildhall. Also, mm-hmm. I'm not certain if... Uh, I'm not actually certain if... Um, what's his name? Is that this one? Peter Tatchell. Oh, right. Because it's quite a way away. Yes. Uh, Lincoln Pride is also this Saturday. Yes. Uh, that's uh, 10 till 6, mm. and the evening event taking place from 10 till 3 a.m. And pretty much everyone who turns up to every other Pride will be there. Yes. Uh, uh, can I can I talk I about... That's at the uh, fire and... That's the... Ooh. Ooh. Oh, there's a pre-Pride uh, fire and rescue ball. Ooh. Well, isn't, isn't that the one that's being sponsored by the fire and rescue people of the area? That's in the engine shed at yes. Lincoln. I want yes. to go. You yeah. just carry on for a oh, moment. Okay. Good to find out when Okay, well, can I talk about tiny wee little things? Well, is that where I need to do my story? Oh, are you going to do that? No, no, you, oh no, no, no! I was going to do about the trans. No, 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 no. I want to talk about because you know size oh. isn't everything, Molly. No, 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 no. As, as no. you well know, um, but um, <laughs> oh, the evil look there! I want to talk about the world's smallest pride. We did. We talked about this last week. No, I don't think we did. We did. It was did in we? Ireland. Yes. And remember, well, you, remember you did your Irish accent where oh. the man said you got to look. At, where the woman said you got to look up all your farmers' oh, wives. Oh, was that? Well, well it has actually happened offense. now. Yes. It has actually happened. Do you listen to this show? No, but it has no. actually happened. People might not have listened last week to the world's smallest pride in the Irish village of Eski. With a population of just 250 people. Yes, so it did take place. It's in the Guardian. Thank you. Right, confirmed acts for Lincoln Pride. Yeah, you just carry on. Go Same on. difference. Oh, God. Austin Drake. Ooh, it's the X Factor Rejects Pride. Faces of Disco. 
who won't wear one. Apparently, they were in Britain's Got Talent. Were they? The Dream Bears, also in Britain's Got Talent. So it's well worth if you're, if you're a bit of a fan of X Factor and Britain's Got Talent, uh, popping over to Lincoln this week. Sorry, you can carry on now. No, it's all right. I'm just looking at someone called Carlos. Let's not worry about Carlos. No, I've got to do my story now, which I've been uh, talking about. That uh, this is not this is the sort of thing you'd expect to happen in the deep south in America or something, wouldn't it? Yeah. But um, a trans woman performed her own surgery after transition delays. And do you know where this happened? Where? Sorry. Wales. <gasps> right. Wales. A trans woman has performed her own gender reassignment surgery after being told she'd have to wait for two years for, profe- for professional help. Roland Mary, 61, who is considering mm. changing her name to Roland, oh no, removed her male genitals with a home surgery kit in the bathroom <laughs> of her Newport home after telling her wife she had a headache. Oh, I've heard of one cure for a date, but that wasn't it. She told Wales on Sunday, From the moment I walked down the stairs after I did it, I just felt right. I had repressed my feelings for so long. Yes, and then I promptly collapsed from blood loss. And I, I had no. I had worked out exactly how I would do it and rehearsed it many times. It proved. How, sorry, how can you rehearse it many times? I know, I know. Two golf balls in a little bag. Yeah. Um, oh, yes. Uh, it's, it proved to me afterwards that your brain and emotions can overpower you so much. I had rehearsed the whole thing over and over, so when it came to actually doing it, the pain wasn't an issue anymore. Can you imagine? No. Then the wife dialed an ambulance and she was taken to hospital. Uh, but and actually, her the, her wife was actually uh, arrested on suspicion of attacking her until it came clear that actually uh, Roland had performed the operation herself. Right. Crumbs. I mean, that's a fancy having to go to those lengths and actually being able to do that to yourself. I oh. can't even cut my own finger. Well, no. Ooh. It's Tuesday night. Money's tied. Uh, right, well, as, after we've done um, people doing their own um, gender surgery here, um, oh, no, a trans you, woman... Where are you going with a this? A trans woman who claims she was asked by an, uh, her employer for a photograph of her genitals has filed a lawsuit. Caitlin Blatt, 28, says that Manpower Inc. told her she needed to provide photographic proof of her sex to avoid issues with lockers and bathrooms. Blatt of Pennsylvania, US, was employed by the, the staffing firm as a temporary factory worker at Sapper Industrial extrusions in 2007. Oh, you can't be too good at extrusions. She was dismissed by SAP after a month when it was decided she was not healthy enough to do her job. Shortly afterwards, she returned to Manparing to get her job back. She alleges she was told by branch manager Irene Kudzelia that she needed to pro- pro- provide even a letter from her surgeon <laughs> as proof of her gender reassignment surgery and a photograph of her genitals. Which I was just thinking, if we linked it back to the last one, they could have put them in with... <laughs> Anthony. Sorry. You're very rude. I'm sorry, I'm giddy tonight. You are a bit. Why is that, dear? Because all these biscuits you're giving me. Is it all the sugar? Yes. Oh, hang on. Uh, football clubs and the FA are not doing enough to tackle homophobia. 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 Uh, yes, yeah. it was a big story last week, actually, and we missed it. Did uh, we? Homophobia is endemic in football, and clubs are not doing enough to tackle the issue, a report has found. Just a week after... Publicist Max Clifford told Pick News that a player who came out of the closet could expect to see his career in ruins. The report found that the majority of football fans have heard homophobic abuse on the terraces. Mm-hmm. Leagues behind, from gay rights charity Stonewall, that's their report, found that homophobia was still widespread in the sport despite advances uh, in tackling issues such as racism. The 2,000 straight and gay fans questioned felt that abusive chants from fans were one of the biggest issues, while one in four thought the sport was anti-gay. 
Mm-hmm. Among the findings, those three in five fans believe that anti-gay abuse from fans dissuades gay players from coming out. Almost two-thirds of fans believe football would be a better sport if anti-gay abuse was eradicated. Two-thirds of fans feel comfortable if a player on their team came out. Would feel comfortable even. Over half of the fans think the FA, Premier League and Football League are not doing enough to tackle anti-gay abuse. Mm. Yes. Uh, Many of those questioned by the survey felt homophobia was not seen to be as serious as racism, while some criticised the FA for a gross lack of leadership. So there you go. Right. So, they need, so they're pledging to do something about it, and I hope they do. Good. Indeedy. About time and all. Yes, so would you like to know some of the things that are going on in the next few days? Because Pride is starting, as I said, Friday. Yes, it is, yes. Well, you know, Don't forget it is ten days, not like that London one day nonsense. Well, no one turns up to... And, anyway, the uh, it actually starts on Friday. Mm-hmm. Uh, a couple of events. I'm actually clicking on the events calendar mm-hmm. uh, here on manchesterpride.com where all the full details are available. There's Clever Clogs on... Oh, that's on the Saturday. No. It's not on the Friday. Uh, oh, it's but it does to, sound very interesting. Clever Clogs is at Taurus Bar. Mm. It doesn't... Oh, what is it? Clever Clogs is... It's clog dancing. Throughout August 2009, visitors are promised a visual treat on the theme of coming out, relationships and hedonism. With over 20 canvases and sculptures, the collection made largely from recycled materials has to be seen to be believed. Pop along to witness Franklin's third exhibition. Oh. But anyway, next Wednesday, of course, we've got the uh, George House Trust Secrets and Lives event at the uh, Frog and Bucket. On mm. um, do 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 on Oldham Street on do 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 at the same time yes at the um, green room is uh, Desert Island Poems. It's part of Manchester Pride. It's all about sharing the audience's favourite poems on a queer theme in an informal environment. It might also be seen as a response to the plethora. Plethora, right? yes, you got it right. <laughs> well done. Of nights where people can go and read their own poetry. Rather, we want to encourage people to just come and share poems they like Mm -hmm. because reading a poem out loud is better than reading it in your head. Right. There you go. So, uh, yeah, it's... um, They say a poem read out loud is a poem shared. Have you a favourite poet or poem by a gay writer or on a queer theme that means something to you? Come and read one or more. There was a young girl from Nantucket. No, I won't do that one. Mary Had a Little Lamb. I know that one. Mm. No. Come and read one or more of your favourite poems, not your own, mm. old or new, in an informal setting and share your enthusiasm. Anthologies will be available for last-minute inspiration. It's free and there's a bar on hand. And that's next Wednesday at 8, 8 till 9.30pm at the Green Room. And that's free. Excellent stuff. Yes. Uh, you can contact John at manchesterliteraturefestival.co.uk for more information on that one. So that's two events next Wednesday. Well, hoorah, loorah, toorah, hoorah, hey. Next Thursday. Yes. I'm so busy. Next Thursday, I'm going to the Lowry, because we forget that the Lowry's there sometimes, and there's a couple of yes. a couple of gay events coming up at the old Lowry. Oh. This Thursday, there's a play called, well, it starts with an F and ends in King Men. Mm. So, F King Men. Uh, it's F a King f- Men. It's, uh, it's got two stars in. Mm. This freewheeling comedy of sexual manners is a London's biggest fringe success of recent years. Oh, right. It's a portrait of ten men searching for love, sex and intimacy mm. in modern-day America. This insightful drama looks at a succession of male couples and strangers as they negotiate the before and after of lust, love and betrayal and the pursuit of sex. Mm. Ooh. Some stories are poignant, some hilarious, but collectively they provide a fascinating snapshot of modern-day male. It's adults only. That's uh, Tickets are £14. That's on the Lowry next Thursday, Friday and Saturday. You know I've been 
I've just been reading. I thought, oh, I've looked through ManchesterPride.com. Yeah. There's so much stuff going on. We're not oh, even able to begin to tell people what's going on in the in the week beforehand. It's not all about the weekend. No. The gay bank holiday. There's loads. I've got one here. For, for example, every lunchtime next week, there's uh, chamber music. Mm-hmm. You know, done by Les um, from uh, Radio 3. Yeah. At the BBC. That's free. Mm-hmm. Lots of chamber music every lunchtime. There's an exhibition if I, wasn't, if I wasn't at work, I'd go to that. I know. Because I'm actually... I'm, I'm, showing, I'm showing off my actual real musical roots. I do like quite a bit of chamber music. And, oh. Yeah. Oh. You do... Are you, are you sitting around in chambers? I'm, 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 I'm a very big fan of Baroque music, and I do like anything with a bit of a harpsichord in the background. Well, actually, you'd, you'd quite like Monday, I think. That was... I was just reading that. There was some, quite some good harpsichord coming up. And that's on Monday. Yeah, you are looking a bit peaky. I'm just thinking, yeah, Ooh, you I've are. got swine flu. That's all. Oh, you're looking really ill. Oh, you're not going to make it through to Monday. Anti's off. Uh, <laughs> also, the, at the, so the trouble is, if I now actually am ill and anyone's heard this, they're now going to think I'm swinging. No the leg. one's listening. They're all listening to Dusty York. Uh, an exhibition. Oh, she's finished now. Oh right. Uh, at the Central Library, there's also watching Big Brother. It's another <laughs> Albert Kennedy Trust. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing that. You don't want to watch Big Brother because B. David and Marcus are up this week. They go to spoil it for you. It's, Thank you. Now listen to us. It's rubbish. Right. Um, so, but also, the Albert Kennedy Trust, as part of their 20 year celebrations, are have an exhibition at the uh, Central Library mm-hmm. in our own words. It's an exhibition created by young people who have been helped by AKT celebrating an important part of the LG- LGBT community's history in pictures, mm-hmm. words, and archive items. The exhibition celebrates the work of AKT, which supports young people who are homeless or living in hostile environments simply for having coming out, come out. So, that's on all week at the library. That's, on, that's actually been running for a few weeks as well. I've looked I've done my research properly. So that's until the 31st of August. And you can catch me, that's me, that's on you. the AKT stall on the Monday Have afternoon the in the Expo. Store? I've been there, I think, one till three, I'm booked. Oh. I've got up early. I might come and see you then. Yeah, just to annoy me. Yeah. Oh, cool. I'm actually coming to interview you. You're interviewing so, me. you're on the AKT stall. Tell us all about it. And then we can do an interview that we did between ourselves and then have no guests on our show apart from ourselves. That sounds really good. You can ask me how my Pride weekend was. I can ask you how working on the store was. We don't have to have anyone else on the show. Just a normal show, then. Exactly. But, uh, you know, earlier on we had the uh, the young lads from AKT on doing their radio show. This is another little clip that I've I've, Mm. I've stolen from them. With their permission, it cost me a yo-yo and a satsuma. But you can have a listen to this. It's about myths. There are a lot of myths surrounding the LGBT community, and we're going to tackle some of those right now. Dean, can you give us our first myth, please? I don't know any gay, lesbian or bisexual people. Fact, you evidently don't know anyone who are out to you. Although lots of the population are gay, lesbian or bisexual, since homosexual people are evenly spread through every ethnic and economic group and in every place, it would be unusual if you knew no homosexuals. The next myth, gay people are child molesters. In fact, the proportion of child molesters who are heterosexual is at least as large as the proportion of heterosexual men in the population. Between July the 1st, 1991 and June the 30th, 1992, only one of the 387 cases of suspected child molestation involved a gay person. Overwhelmingly, the study found that the boys and girls alike said that they were abused by heterosexual male family members. Children's Hospital, Denver, Colorado, 1992. Whatever. Myth number three. Bisexuals just can't make up their mind. Fact. 
Bisexuals can make up their minds. They are attracted to both sexes in varying degrees. Some may be attracted more to men, some more to women, and some equally to both sexes. And our next gay myth. Gay men are camp and lesbians are butch. Fact. Gay and lesbian people, like all people, come in all shapes and sizes, colours, ages, as well as degrees of masculinity and femininity. And the final huge myth, HIV AIDS is a gay disease. Fact, HIV and AIDS affects everyone. Around the world, it affects equal numbers of men and women and their children. If people believe HIV and AIDS is only a gay disease, they will think they don't need to practice safe sex. It is behaviour rather than sexual orientation, which puts people at risk. We all need to learn about practice safer sex. It's Tuesday night, money's tight. This is Julie Esmond-Elsh, a.k.a. Hayley Croppy from Coronation Street, and you're listening to Tuesday Night Out. It's not just for the gays, you know. I've got quite engrossed in this uh, this Pride, ManchesterPride.com website, you know. Mm-hmm. I found out that Saturday in the park, Gay Saturday, it's Sparkle in the park. Is it time for Sparkle? It's Sparkle again. Oh, right. those, they've got it from uh, 1 o'clock till uh, 7 o'clock. Yes. Marvellous. There's all sorts of acts on. I don't know any of them, unfortunately. Uh, but they're all on again, so get down there if you miss Sparkle uh, in July. Right. Was it June? Um, I've got a little bit more trans news for you. <laughs> we're taking it to a trans show, love. More trans news for you. Um, no, what time, time are we going next this week, This time then? we're going to Australia. Oh, I've not been to Australia in ages, mate. No, no. Uh, better not do that voice, otherwise anything I say doesn't sound serious. No. Uh, two Australian trans men have won a court appeal, allowing them to be legally recognised as men without having to have their female reproductive organs removed. They've been denied certificates recognising their new gender by the West Australian Gender Reassignment Board, or... Waggard, as they, you know. Catchy title. Yes. They then appealed to the State Administrative Tribunal, SAT, uh, which said that while the men still had vaginas, ovaries and uteruses and not had penises constructed, they presented as and appeared to be males. In its findings, the tribunal said both applicants had undergone bilateral mastectomies and testosterone treatment, as a result of which each had undergone extensive physical changes consistent with being male. The tribunal accepted the evidence of each applicant that he intended to continue testosterone treatment for the rest of his life. It accepted the medical evidence that each was and would remain infertile for as long as he continued testosterone treatment. It added that a female reproductive system was a fundamental, although not essential, physical characteristic of being female and that the Gender Reassignment Act did not require surgical procedures to be carried out. One of the men told ABC News, it means that it opens up a lot of opportunities for lots of other people who until now have never tried to get their sex legally chained because they didn't think they'd be able to. I'm quite amazed I could use words like mastectomy and testosterone treatment and the only word I really mucked up with was saying the word changed at the end when I said they could be legally chained. Oh. It's no, always the small words mind. that catch me out. Oh, it is. It's always a small one that gets me here as well. Um, speaking of which... Uh, Matt Lucas is coming to, to Lowry. They say. I should be on promotion for Lowry. Uh, is it in Pick Up Your Ears? <laughs> bigger, bigger. Do you remember Gwen Taylor? Uh, yes. One of your favourite programmes Gwen Taylor's in, wasn't she? Um, French was, Fields? Was, it, well, I was thought she in French Duty Fields? Free, wasn't she? she Duty Free. Been. They're all the same. Isn't, Duty, isn't that the same programme? No, it's not. No. So. Who's that one in that one? Oh, I've got my legs stuck. Uh, <laughs> and... Oh, I've got my legs to sleep. Um, yes, so that's on. The Quick, run, there's a fire. Go on, just hobble <laughs> down the corridor now. Matt my Lucas, legs have gone to sleep. Matt Lucas is on at the Lowry next Monday to Saturday. No, Monday the 31st. Yes. Till uh, September the 5th. 
Oh. Uh, so if you want a quiet night. Oh, do you think he might pop into Pride before he goes over there? Uh, yes, I bet he's around. He'll oh. be here. He'll be, he'll be here rehearsing. Oh, yes. So, yes. His so mules. You can look out for him uh, across Manchesterford uh, across no. the next couple of weeks. Uh, I've, got, I've got something proper bashing the bishop news. Proper bashing the bishop. Yes. Bashing the bishop on Tuesday Night Out with Murray. Uh, a number of faith groups are planning to fight anti-discrimination protections for gay people in the Equality Bill. According um, to an email seen by pinknews.co.uk, mm. it appears that the Church of Latter- uh, Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints oh, yes. is throwing its support behind efforts to exempt religious groups from anti-gay discrimination laws. Mm. The email sent by law firm Devonshire's on behalf of the church, suggests religious groups should band together in a powerful coalition to fight the government proposals. Aren't those Church of the Latter-day Saints the ones where they're always out on the streets and cute. they always send out really, really cute men? Have you noticed all American as well? Yeah, and you just mm. sit there going, They yeah, have to do please. that, don't they? It's part of their... Please do talk to That's me. That's where the calendar came from as well, because they're always yes. really cute men. Yes. The Mormon Church was instrumental in bringing around Proposition 8 in California... Which banned gay marriage in the state. Its members have, have give its members gave tens of thousands of oh, crumbs, David. Its members gave tens of millions of dollars towards the campaign. You just get your words right. Go on. Yes, I'm my name. Uh, the issue in question is a proposal to ban religious groups That's from right, being David. able to hire only heterosexual staff, such as youth workers and accountants, because as we heard, all the rest of them are paedophiles. Well, yes, not uh, under current laws, such groups can use discretion on specifying the sexual orientation of those they employ. Although the Equality Bill uh, will continue its protection in regard to those who lead, worship or explain doctrine, churches will no longer be able to reject candidates for other jobs on the basis of sexual orientation. Other contentious issues regard religious adoption agencies and care homes, as we all know about that, don't we? Mm. Indeed, so yes. So you're wrong again, church. There you go. And that's this week's Bashing the Bishop with Dave. (laughs) Dave. Lovely Dave. Who is lovely Dave? I don't know. That's your weekend name, isn't it? Weekend name, shush. My brother will be on in a minute. No. Well, the central heating broke down. I had to light the oven and hold my pussy in front of it. (laughs) Hello, my name's Danny Tennant. I play Natty in Hollyoaks. You're listening to Tuesday Night Out. It's not just for gays. Us soap stars listen to... See, they do. They Soap do. stars. Oh, I know. Anyway, we have we have we have glamour here, don't we're, we? We're all glamour here. Yes, I yes. know. You you even sew sequins on, don't you? Especially. You should. Oh is, no, they're my nipples. Oh, they're not sequins. I'm not wearing some. Look, I haven't got a sequin blouse ah! underneath here. No, look, look put at them that. away. Oh. <laughs> Careful, or I'll do that back to you. Oh, you no. really don't no, want but to. I'm I'm taking you on now in the big fat oh, belly steaks, I aren't know. I? I think we've eaten far too many custard creams. Yes, we're going to have to get some new pictures taken with a slightly larger banner, <laughs> so we look smaller in comparison. I have got a bigger banner, we'll be fine. Uh, it's Tuesday night. Dermot O'Leary, mm. little Dermy, yeah. has said uh, he's compared the new audition phases on The X Factor to an abattoir when the weaker singers are performing. For the first time this series, the contestants' first attempts in front of the judges have been filmed in front of a live audience. Yeah, we know that. Mm. O'Leary told Heat magazine, I think, that the, I think that the new sort of format where we do arena tours and people sing in front of a live audience is brilliant. Also, because it I... It rakes him far more money for them. Sorry, yeah. Oh, sorry. Sorry, did you speak? Mm. Also, because I'm backstage watching the family, it's pretty hard when they're really bad because you know they're getting murdered out there. It's like watching an abattoir. Yeah, but the thing is, though, 
Right. Let's mm-hmm. not forget, mm-hmm. not everyone who auditions for The X Factor gets through to the judges. The really good ones do, and the really rubbish ones do. So if you are rubbish, you will get through. Mm. Because the production team want you to get through, because if everyone was good, it'd be boring. Somebody from WFM went... Did they? But I don't think she's got very far, because she hasn't mentioned it since. She, and she hasn't disappeared off, because I oh, saw right. the other day, so she obviously didn't go through. Oh, dear. No, so we're not going to tell you who it is. Uh, so, yes, yeah, so that's back. Isn't it going to be two two shows or something now? Yes, they're now having a results show on a Sunday night, which means now that Strictly Come Dancing won't have a Sunday night show. They've swapped over. Oh, Strictly right. Strictly used to be Strictly on a Saturday, Strictly results on a Sunday. Oh. Whereas the X Factor was X Factor and X Factor results all on the Saturday. Oh. This year, they're on Saturday, Sunday, and Strictly's just on a Saturday. Oh. Yes. Oh, I just saw one I was going to read you, that Cheryl Cole has forgiven Louis Walsh. I haven't. Yeah, Louis Walsh has, uh, has said that he and Cheryl Cole have a better relationship now than they did a year ago. Mm. Oh. Uh, well, so now he's realised that she's really popular and he's just a potato-headed little twit. Yes, he said now, having stuck himself behind her... Mm. I really rooted for her to get the job. You didn't. No. I called her manager and the record company. It was me who called them to get her the job on the show. I bet you it wasn't. Cheryl and I have had several talks about what went wrong between us, and she understands me now more than she did then. Obviously, pay off pay her off. Mm. Uh, she knows I prefer to work with boy bands. Girl well, bands well, are too... She's, yeah. she's discovered that he is a repressed homosexual. Yes. I prefer to work with boy bands... Allegedly. They, they go on my sofa a little bit easier. Mm. Nice big sofa he's got. Girl bands are too needy. I've always said that. Right. Yes. He also added that I want to be pandered too, which I, which I don't do. Oh, they want to be pandered too. Sorry. Mm. I thought he did. Uh, and I won't do happen. it. I'm not good at all that. Yeah. But she's forgiven me, and we have a good and honest relationship now, more so this year than last, because I've been warned that if I don't book up my ideas, I'll be off the show. Do you think that's also said? Mm. Oh, it doesn't say that here. Oh, dear, sorry. No, it doesn't say that there. No. Super. Well, um, uh, just as a quick aside, one of my friends has put on um, the old Facebook. It's all too predictable. I just can't bear another key change while the judges say yes to some pathetic girl with a sob story. You can hear it coming. There can be miracles. And let me go home. And you raise me up. It's all... <clears throat> I'd rather watch Total Wipeout. At least the producers of that are honest about making the contestants look like twits. That's in Argentina. There you go. So that's us done for another yes, day. that's it. We've gone. We're finished. But we're going to play it with a bit of the burly chassis. We thought we wanted big for an ending, didn't we? Love? Oh, yes. It'll be our pre-Pride show next week. Oh, and we are going to do it in drag. Absolutely. So we'll see Marvelous. you then. They will be real sequins. Goodbye.
end of the latest Tuesday Night Out podcast. It certainly is. No, I'm sorry. I got that line all the way through it. I'm not doing any more. I'm going. Thank you. You get all the best lines. Brilliant. He's gone. Don't forget, you can get the podcast from www.tuesdaynightout.co.uk and you can catch us live every Tuesday, 9 to 11 p.m. on www.wfmradio.org and on 97.2 across South Manchester. That's your lot. Go on, get lost. Oh, such a face. Bye.